Hi, welcome to the Live Room Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Heather Knezik. As a mama of three, a labor and delivery nurse, a birth educator, and a mama who's been there, my goal is to help you find your way to an empowered, confident birth and beyond. So get comfy, snuggle in with a nice cup of iced coffee or decaf, and hang out with me and other moms in the same stage of life as we talk about all the tea. Here, we will share real-life experiences, dive deep into important, fun, and sometimes hard topics, while always dishing out actionable step-by-step methods, tips and tricks, mom hacks, and golden nuggets that you'll be glad you heard here. From trying to conceive, pregnancy, birth, breastfeeding, and the baby stage, we're going to dig into all the nitty-gritty, the down and dirty, the real-life, no-sugar-coating good stuff that you've been looking for on your journey to and through motherhood. Because mama, labor doesn't end in the delivery room. Let's get started. Hey there, friend. I'm excited that you're here. This is episode four of the Labor Room podcast, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Today is going to be a bit of a short episode. It's just going to be a quick chat, um, mom to mom, friend to friend. I just want to make sure I drive home some really important topics that I kind of wish someone had told me when I first had my babies. And as I'm always engaging with new mamas, whether it's at work or online, I feel a few things that are, I'm repeating in my head over and over again. And I feel like I'm constantly trying to remind number one, myself, and number two, other moms around me of some of these really basic truths when some uncomfortable things start to pop up or bubble up in us as mothers as we try to navigate motherhood and do the right thing for our babies and always trying to give our best and always trying to be the best mom out there and always trying to strive for more for our families. And um, I feel like there are just a few things that I just like, okay, I I need to make a whole podcast episode about this, but um, I'm going to get straight to the point by bringing up what three things I wish that every new mama knew as soon as you became a mom. And these apply regardless of where you are in your journey. If you're pregnant and preparing to bring home your first baby, this is definitely going to be an episode to keep in your back pocket as you learn and grow in this new season. And if you have a new baby or a full house of babies, these reminders can definitely be helpful for you too. It took me approximately two seconds to come up with these three things that I wanted to make sure that you know as a new mama because these were big hangups that had me stressed and often feeling like I wasn't doing enough or doing it right when it came to raising my babies and definitely wish someone told me this when I was still feeling like I was a new mama just trying to figure it all out for the first time. So here we go. If it were up to me, every new mom would know these three things as they step into this beautiful and sometimes chaotic world of motherhood. Number one, there is no secret that good moms know that you don't. I remember when I had my first son, Logan, I felt like I was the only one who didn't get the memo. 
And which memo? I mean, take your pick. I felt like other moms were getting their baby to sleep better than I was. Their babies were eating better than mine was. They seemed happier. They showed up on social media looking all pulled together and going out and about with their new baby while I was stuck in the house with a fussy baby. I would look at other moms posting photos of their outings with baby or talking about how their baby would eat anything that they put in front of them, or they would show photos of meals that they had cooked with their family while I was over here suffering through an elimination diet, eating nothing but chicken and apples as I tried to figure out if there was something in our diet making my son's reflux so severe, making him wake up every hour throughout the night and after 20 minute naps during the day and forcing us to stay strapped to one another in an infant carrier 80% of the day just so I could get anything done or have a moment with my hands free. I would find blog posts that promised the secret to your baby's sleep or the reflux solutions that finally worked or the sleep sack that saved our nights and I fell for it every single time because I was convinced that these moms, these bloggers or influencers or literally just my own friends that had babies a little older than mine, they knew something I didn't know. They got the memo and they knew the secret. But here's the secret. Here's the truth. There is no secret that good moms know that you don't. If you weren't a good mom, you wouldn't care so much. You are the good mom that you're looking for in your online searches. You are the mom figuring it out. You are the mom who's learning new tricks that helps your baby thrive. You're just simply on your way there, looking at mothers who have already made it. No one has this parenting thing all figured out. And if they do, it's because they went through it a time or two already and went through a ton of trial and error to get there. I once felt like there was this secret society of moms who just knew how to do everything right, but then I realized that what we often see as perfection is just moms doing their best to help their babies. And what their babies struggled with might not be the same thing that your baby is struggling with, and that's why it seems like they've got it all figured out. Because you're looking at one thing, the one big thing that's driving you crazy, but it looks like they don't have that problem. So obviously whatever they're doing is working. And if only they could teach you their ways, right? But little do you know that behind closed doors, these mamas who seem not to be struggling the way you are actually have a whole different problem that hasn't even crossed your mind because it's not a problem for you and your baby. I remember when I had my second son, he was I'll just say a challenging baby. He wanted to constantly be held. He was pretty fussy. He wanted things to be just his way. You know, he was Elliot. <laughs> and one day I had a friend over who had had a baby a bit older than Elliot. And I was talking to her about my struggles with his fussiness. He didn't want to be put down. And I never had a moment that he didn't seem to need me. She didn't really seem to relate. Her daughter was actually pretty chill, so she didn't have advice for me. She was a great friend and listened to me vent, but she didn't get it. But her daughter was crawling around with a pacifier in her mouth. Elliot never took a pacifier, no matter how hard I tried, so I asked her about it. I asked when she started giving her a pacifier. She quickly answered that she felt like she had to give her one really early on, just a few days after birth, because she was never satisfied and always wanted to suck. Now that she's a little older, she loves her passy and will be cranky without it. 
And it got me thinking, okay, you can't relate to my fussy baby. We obviously have very different kiddos with different stories and circumstances, but it's not that this mama is doing anything right that I haven't figured out yet. She just has a different baby. She has a different problem. Her daughter is cranky without her pacifier. My son is cranky without the boob. (laughs) I struggled because I can't constantly keep my boob in his mouth. Not because I'm the only one with a cranky baby, you know? Soon I realized that every blog post I read, every social media caption, every time I hung out with friends that seemed to have it all figured out, I wasn't seeing the full picture. I wasn't seeing that there was first a struggle that led to a solution later. Or sometimes no solution at all, just time that got them through it to a point that they don't even think about it anymore. Something that feels really big to me right now because I'm in it is a small and distant memory that they just had to let right out. So if you're like me and you see your friends putting their babies down drowsy but awake and they sleep through the night like a little angel and you're wondering what exactly their schedule is, what their bedtime routine looks like, what their diet is like, how many songs they sing to them at bedtime and exactly what temperature is it in their room at night. Remember, there isn't a secret. They don't have it all figured out. They might have something figured out, but so do you and you're figuring more out every day. And there is someone out there looking at you on social media or in a restaurant somewhere, or as you walk through the mall with your stroller, or as you hold your quiet baby through church, and they're looking at you like, wow, how does she do it? What's her secret? I wish it was that easy for me because each of us are rocking it in one area and feeling like we're drowning in another. And that's just motherhood. We are all just figuring it out as we go. Number two. Your baby doesn't need two of you. So speaking of just figuring it out as you go, have you ever felt like you've figured something out with your baby and then you tried your best to pass that knowledge on to your partner just to have them have it go in one ear and out the other? This used to drive me so nuts. I figured out the temperature my baby liked his bottles at when I'm away and I learned that rocking him up on my shoulder worked better than cradling him and I always sang the same three songs before bed. But then I would pass the torch to my husband and he would do everything differently from me. He would pace the room instead of rocking the rocking chair. He would hum songs that weren't lullabies. He changed his diaper after nap instead of before nap and it made me crazy. I had gone through all of the trouble of figuring out what routine is best, how to get him to eat better or sleep better or whatever. And then Dean would just figure it out on his own in his own way as if my way wasn't good enough. It took me a little time, but I finally realized that it wasn't that my way wasn't good enough. It was just that my way didn't fit with who Dean was as a dad. He was also trying to figure things out and find things that worked better for him when he was taking care of our babies. And my type A self was so annoyed that Dean wouldn't take my suggestions for how to play with Logan while I was at work. I wanted him to read books and work on flashcards like I would have done, but Dean just wanted to sit on the floor with him and watch him crawl, you know? For a while, I felt like he was doing it wrong because it wasn't what I would have done. But when I opened my eyes, I could see that my kids were just as happy with Dean as they were with me. They were just as safe and still thriving. 
So even if they didn't get a bath and a baby massage before bed, it was okay. They got giggles and silly faces with dad instead, and honestly, that's better. Your baby doesn't need two of you. Babies thrive with two parents, but they don't need two parents to do everything exactly the same. And this might be a tough pill to swallow, but I've also learned that the same goes for grandparents. When I had my first baby, I printed out a packet. Yes, a packet, you guys, on instructions on how to care for this one little baby. I went through my routine and what they like to do all day and what time this happens or that happens and what to do if this happens, etc. It was crazy. And with each baby, all of that went away. With the second baby, I printed out a sheet of paper instead of a packet. And with my third baby, it was just word of mouth. Nap time's at 11. She can have this for lunch. That was pretty much it. You don't have to be me to take care of my babies. They will thrive and learn more if they have someone different from me taking care of them in a different way and introducing new ideas, new activities, or new ways to play. As long as your baby is safe and cared for and they aren't being given anything that will harm them in any way, hey, it's different, but different isn't always a bad thing. It can actually be quite a good thing. So when you see your spouse or your child's other parent doing something differently from you and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, "Ugh, but she likes it this way or, but I do it this way. Try to remember that kids thrive with two loving caregivers, not the same one twice. Okay, girl, it's time we chat about the elephant in the room really quick. Have you ever noticed that everyone talks about how challenging parenting can be and how babies don't come with a manual, but then they gatekeep the things that they wish they had known as new parents? No one ever said raising babies was easy, but they also aren't talking about all the tricks, tips, and strategies that can actually make it so much less daunting. So I'm not here to gatekeep anything. I want to share with you all of the wisdom that I've learned over the years of raising three babies, and I'm doing that in the Momming Like You Mean It Baby Care course. The comprehensive course is designed specifically to help you navigate your new role with an unshakable confidence, even when it feels like so much falls on you. Momming Like You Mean It is packed full of essential knowledge and practical advice that's sure to make your motherhood journey a little smoother. You know that question that keeps popping in your head at 3 a.m.? Yeah, it's got an answer for that. It's like your personal momming GPS, rerouting you through the traffic jams and getting you to your happy place with your little one. Plus, I totally get that every mom and baby duo is unique, so there's not a one-size-fits-all here. It's tailored advice for real moms living real life. You'll gain insights into feeding essentials from breastfeeding to bottle feeding, diapering and bathing your baby, mastering these everyday tasks, and feeling confident with things like angry diaper rashes and cradle cap that no one talks about. And I know what you're thinking. What about sleep? We've got you covered there too. Once you're in the course, you'll go at your own pace as you work through topics that you're curious about, such as health and safety topics, handling the witching hour, understanding well baby visits, vaccines, and developmental milestones. And to top it all off, I will arm you with confidence boosting strategies, ensuring you feel supported and self-assured in your new role as mama. I know that being a new or expecting mom can be overwhelming and sometimes all the information out there can feel like a lot. So if you're ready to embrace motherhood like you mean it, come join me in momming like you mean it. Visit 
www.alifeinlabor.com slash momming. That's www.alifeinlabor.com slash M-O-M-M-I-N-G today and start your journey towards confident motherhood. See you inside. Okay, so tip number three, you are not going to do it wrong. Here's the thing. Aside from the obvious things like safety, there's no universal wrong or right in parenting. When you come to a fork in the road and you realize that you have to make a choice, should I do this or that? Should I say it this way or the other way? Should I take this advice or go with my gut and do it this other way? You know in your heart that you are not going to do it wrong. Most of the time, there isn't a right answer and a wrong answer, and you're at this critical point where if you make the wrong choice, you're going to mess everything up and you can't ever go back. I know it seems like it sometimes when you're desperate for change or you've been struggling with this one hard phase for a while and you feel like you need to do something, but you don't know what the right thing is, but making mistakes is part of the journey. It's how we learn and grow and change as parents. And most of the decisions that we make for our kids can be made over time. You can choose one path today and then adjust as you see fit tomorrow. Sometimes it feels like you're going to make a big decision for your kid. And if it's the wrong choice, you're going to be stuck with it and mess them up forever. But don't be too hard on yourself. Parenting is about love, dedication, and effort, not perfection. And if you're doing your best, That's the best you can do. None of us are over here making all of the right choices, one right after the other without hesitation. Instead, we're all juggling all of the choices that we've made up to this point and doing what we can to make sure that the way we're taking care of our kiddos makes the most sense right now, today. And we're learning from the mistakes that we've made in the past. And if tomorrow is not working, we can realize that we have the power to change it. We have the power to say, okay, that was the wrong choice. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. And all of the wrong choices that we've made in the past will lead us to this beautiful place where we've learned, we've grown a whole lot, and we're better for it. So mama, I hope you're feeling good today about who you are or who you're going to be as a mama. Probably not perfect, but more than enough for your baby. You were created with your child in mind. You were given this sweet baby because they were meant for you and you for them. There is no better parent out there for your baby than you, and your kiddo won't notice when you mess something up here or there or when the routine changes a little bit when the day gets rocky. All they say is a mama who loves them and is doing their very best. Thank you, friend, for being here with me for this short episode today. I hope these insights will be the warm hug and reassuring pat on the back that you needed today. I promise you're a good mom. Through the messy bun and pile of laundry and the mom guilt that haunts you when you haven't seen anything but these four walls for a week, you're still a good mom. And your baby has never, not even once, looked at you and wished for anything different. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode today and that I've inspired you to give yourself and your partner a little grace today as you navigate through this whole parenting thing. If you got anything out of this episode, I would love for you to do me a favor and hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you have a minute, I would love and be so excited to see your name in my reviews as well. Every new subscriber and positive review is helping me so, so much as I continue on this journey 
encouraging, educating, and empowering new mamas through all the labors of new motherhood. See you next week, friends. And that brings us to the end of another episode of the Labor Room Podcast. I hope you're walking away with renewed confidence to embrace your journey in motherhood. But before we go, I have something special to share with you. If you're like me and you like to be a part of a space where new and expecting moms like yourself can find companionship, wisdom, and support, a place where you can ask questions, share experiences, and learn from others who are going through the same joys and challenges, well, that place exists and I'd be absolutely thrilled to welcome you there. I would love for you to join The Labor Room, my private Facebook group full of incredible mamas who want to continue the conversations we start here on the podcast. Whether you need some advice on breastfeeding, want to share a milestone, or are looking for encouragement on those tougher days, The Labor Room community is here for you. And the best part, it's like having a circle of mom friends in your pocket ready to support you anytime, anywhere. If you're ready to join, head over to alifeinlabor.com slash the labor room to send a request and I'll be sure to add you. Thanks so much for joining me today, friend. See you in the next episode. Three pregnancies, two babies and a miscarriage. I feel like Heather has gone through all of it with me. She's always been a couple clicks away if I have a question or if I just need to scroll her highlights and get the answer to one of motherhood's questions. It's been really nice to be able to just hop on my phone and not have to google things. I can just head straight to a life in labor and pretty much a 100% chance my answer is going to be there. It's so nice to have this resource. So many moms would really benefit from checking out her page, listening to her podcast, all the things. So thanks so much for everything that you do for all of us mamas and keep it up. Content is encouraging. It makes me feel like I'm less alone. And as a first time mom, I have really appreciated everything. With Heather's help and her page that I was able to fully understand the purpose and goal of a birth plan. And I went into both of my births with a midwife just feeling completely empowered in my knowledge and my requests and being able to advocate for myself. Heather's course really helped me feel confident getting ready to have my first son during the pandemic when everything else felt so isolating.